Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the Sclerosun podcast. We're going to have a great show today. We have the first, the world famous first, not the last, but the first, uh, Dr. Daniel first and uh, Elaine first are going to be joining us to answer some really critical question questions that we've had all this time. Now, just a few... Uh, just a few things to announce. Of course, we have some events coming up with the Scleroderma Foundation Southern California chapter, including Bark for a Cure, the pet photo contest, and just in time for the Halloween fall season. Um, it's gonna it's gonna start on September 12th. So start taking your pictures already. Find your doggy costumes, kitty costumes, um, hamster costumes. I know my wife's gonna do that. Lizard snakes. I don't care as long as they have costumes on. Um, and then when the website goes up on the 12th, you can start uploading it. And it's gonna be $25 to register your pet to have them on on the screen and it's a dollar per vote so you want to get your friends to vote and they can vote as many times as they want a hundred votes is a hundred dollars and this always helps raise funds for the scleroderma foundation southern california chapter um for so we can do things like um we have uh virtual support group meetings now that happens uh once or twice a month and depending on your area as well too local support groups um we have education days webinars we we're constantly moving i mean just because we're all stuck at home doesn't mean we're 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 you know not working it doesn't mean that scleroderma automatically goes away no it's still here and we're still trying to fight we're still trying to inform people on what's happening my wife has scleroderma and it, it's 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 a struggle it's a different world but you know we have to keep moving and we have to keep working at it. And this is what we do at the Scleroderma Foundation Southern California chapter. We have a ton of things happening as well too. Um, our Giving Tuesday is starting to, it's gonna ramp up as well too, coming in uh, November. So that'll be our little Turkey Day campaign. And we're gonna have, I, mean, I got the official word that we're gonna have a, a holiday spectacular virtual event so stay tuned for that we have a lot of things coming up oh back to bark for a cure the winner gets to be featured in our sclero sun podcast as well as our sclero sun uh, newsletter and the sclero voice the national magazine will also have it and the top 12 or maybe 13 i think we always add an extra month will be featured in the bark for a cure scleroderma foundation official southern california 2021 calendar which you can purchase in advance as well too. So you're gonna have uh, costumes, costume pets that you you get to look at every single month. Um, and there, we have so many things in store, and we're working hard to make sure that that um, everybody's taken care of, especially you guys at home. So without further ado, I want to introduce a couple of people that um, I know personally because they're they're great friends of mine. Um, one, of course, is uh, Dr. Daniel first, who's Who's also my one of my wife's doc doctors, and he was the one that that did tell her, "You got the scleroderma." Uh, but it was it was the one of the best news that we had actually, because we finally knew what was happening. And everybody knows when it comes down to, or not everybody knows, when most scleroderma patients know that that uh, it takes a while for the actual diagnosis. And he was one of the people that that gave us that and and we, we've all been good friends ever since then and of course elaine first is is the better half i'm sorry dan she is the better half. i'm just kidding <laughs> um 
she just gives the best advice. I mean, if if you want to talk to somebody with the heart um, for scleroderma patients and their families, she's the one to talk to, definitely. All right, so I'm going to bring them along, and there's a lot of questions that we're going to cover as well. So we don't want this to be just an informative, hey, Doc, hey, Elaine. No, this is going to be actually very informative for you, and it's also going to be nice and relaxed this is not a webinar so i'm gonna bring them in i'm gonna go ahead and let's see here unpin that ask to unmute you, you gotta press that button dan that says unmute that way i can hear you there we go hey kids hi there good to see you good to see you too you, you guys are looking dashing relaxed no <laughs> as we should be right exactly i mean this is as much as uh we're home we can we can get to rest sometimes sometimes and not all the time don't get too crazy uh, all right so we have we have a lot to cover you you gave me this list of things you want to talk about this is great i don't i don't have to work as much when i have something in front of me yay yeah it's like um it's, what Ian McGregor said about acting, it's the easiest job. They tell you where to stand and they tell you what to say. Thank you for, for the notes. All right. So, and oh, we got people watching. We got six people watching. Hey, Brittany, Chari, we have Lexi Marie. Oh, wow. We have people watching. Maybe you're patient. So be in your best behavior, they say. All right. <laughs> so Dr. First uh, has been practicing um for how many years now dr first since dinosaurs roamed the earth <laughs> since, since uh la had trains or uh what do you call that <laughs> the cable cars right but you've been but you're you're officially semi-retired which i i'm still confused no, <laughs> no. i think that's a, a misnomer i truly i'm on three different academic positions right the one here at UCLA, one at the University of Washington, and then the tough one at the University of Florence in Italy, right? And then I have two practices, one here and one in Seattle. And I'm still doing my research, so I'm having a good time. That's awesome. So whenever I say the world-famous Dr. Daniel First, who wrote the book on scleroderma, I'm not lying. It is the world-famous Dr. Daniel First. Uh, he, he's he's getting all shy now. All right, so we're we're we wanted <clears throat> when we discussed about the podcast, we 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 were talking about how would how it would relate to our situation right now in the middle of a pandemic and with scleroderma patients because it's definitely a different thing. I mean, there you know you, we're we're not we're we're not talking about you know college kids who can go out get sick recover but they get everybody else sick. We're talking about people that this directly affects right where if, if they get infected it, it's it's really terrible so let's let's but things are opening up so we are we're, we're going to go ahead and ask those questions about stuff that you can and cannot do and we're eight months into it right pretty much starting january when things started coming in um so here's here's the first question how can i know if things are opening soon or too soon or too soon, yes. Uh, I, I, a sort of semi-segue. 
the simple stuff that we always talk about, washing hands and keeping distances remain critical. I want, I have a hobby horse. I talk, I want to talk about um, the face shields. A lot of my patients are wearing masks. They're always short of breath. It's miserable. And the masks that we wear don't protect us. They do protect others. If you use a face shield, one of those plastic shields, that only doesn't only protect others, it protects you. They're 96% as effective as the N95. And if you use them right, where they go around the, the face and below the chin, they're really very good and they can be cleaned every day. And you don't feel short. It's really nice. So you should wear them when you go out which gets back to are things opening up too soon? Well, that depends on you. If you have a lot of lung problems or heart problems or you're on immunosuppressives and they say open up, for you that may be a little early. If you are really a pretty healthy scleroderma patient and they say, well, you can go out to restaurants, stuff like that, something to think about. So it really depends on you. If you've got a lot of significant internal organ involvement, lag behind. Too soon is right now. Wait a little before other things, you know, wait a little bit and see if there's another spike. Great. What was, I think even in the very beginning of this, this lockdown, you said, you know, we're, we're just be a step behind at least, right? So when they open the restaurants, wait till they open the salons or something like that. Um, so the next question is, I'm sure people are, are missing their family members. Can I visit friends and family? The answer is absolutely yes, but you got to be a little careful. If your friends are doing the same thing you are, pretty much isolating, being very careful about shopping and that sort of thing, that's a lot safer. And when you do go visit them, in Southern California, we're lucky. We can visit each other outdoors. I think that makes a lot of sense. So what happens if you want to be indoors? Well, make sure there's good ventilation. I think there's a nice rule of thumb. If it feels stuffy in the room, that's not good enough. If it feels open and like it's really like as if it were outdoors, that's a lot better. And, and how many people can get together? I think generally if it's five to 10 people, that's pretty good. If you're getting into groups of 30 and 40 people, I think that probably have to be a little extra careful. Keep masks with your families. If you're in what they call the pod, your own family, you don't have to wear a mask. But when you're with your friends, I think you ought to use mask or the face feels all the time as much as you can that's great and we, we we're stocked up on the face face shields we ordered them actually last year before <laughs> before anything else happened um that we pretty yeah we, all right so the next question is oh this is this is one that, that i know a lot of brand new grandparents within this year uh definitely need an answer to can i can grandparents see grandchildren you know, that's a tough one because 
you know, it's so important to see the kidlets. Um, unfortunately, it's something you're going to have to keep away from. Those kids don't get sick, but they do get infected. And most of our scleroderma patients, you know, they're at risk. So unfortunately, you have to keep away from the grandkids. Sorry about that. Don't tell my grandma, my mom. It's <laughs> All right, here's a here's another question. Is hugging okay? What are your thoughts on hugging? Hugging is is really important to all of us. You know, there are data that say that if you get five good hugs a day, you increase your endorphins. So hugging in your bubble, yeah, that's cool. But hugging with your other people is a little bit trickier. I think, um, you know, even in your family, you have to be careful. When someone brings in their shopping, little trick, right? You take off the shoes, you come in, you wash your hands, you leave the food outside the door, and then you clean the, um, the bags, you clean the, the cardboard, put that, you know, alcohol swabs on there, leave it for 15 minutes, then bring it in. You do that, things are clean, you can hug. What about your friends? Uh, not yet. I think you have to be careful. You know, those darn elbow hugs are about as close as you're going to get. I still don't get the elbow one, so it's, you do the elbow and then you sneeze into your yeah, arm at the same time. Don't do don't do both either either. Um, all right, here's the other one. I think it's can I have a picnic with friends? So the answer is very similar to other friends. If it's outside, if they're wearing masks, if they're part of your uh, of a social circle that themselves is careful, you can do that. Distancing is critical. Outside is critical. Friends are allowed in that circumstance. So here's a, the the hot topic, controversial one, because I think there's definitely varying opinions on this. Can I attend religious services? You know, religion is so important. And for so many people, it's such an important support. So I, I've really looked into this in some detail. If the religious services maintain true distancing, that's great. If the religious service can be held outside, that's really a good way of going. There's a trick. Singing is truly a tricky thing. Because when you sing, you express tremendous amounts of air. And so if you're going to sing, you got to do it with a shield or with a mask. But even there, it's a little bit difficult. So religious services where there's praying and support very important keep your distance do it outside singing i really would not recommend that hugging well that applies to where it was before if they're part of your bubble yes if they're strangers friends who are not part of your bubble i'd be very careful okay and of course shaking hands and clean your hands afterwards all same rule you know keep things clean those those definitely you know, definitely a, apply sort of a basic right shaking right. hands keeping clean 
Um, you know, a lot of us wear gloves when we go shopping. That's a pretty safe thing to do. And you can toss those gloves when you come home. Just make sure you toss them in the trash. I've seen so many gloves on the floor in the parking lots. Yeah, really. Y really. <laughs> All right. So, um, oh, yeah. Which goes into the next question. Wait, where is that? I missed that. Oh, yeah. Can I eat a re at a restaurant? No. Again, it's part of the, the social things we find so important. Restaurants with the chairs outdoors, yes. Indoors, probably not a good idea. Outdoors, particularly maintain distances. I've seen some of these things on Friday nights where the tables are right next to one another. Bad idea. One way of doing this is going early. If the restaurant's open from 5 to 12 and you go at 5 or 5.30, you're likely to have plenty of room between yourself and others. Some people say that when you put in your order, if you write it down instead of talk it, that's a little safer. I think that may be overdoing it. But keeping your distance is the critical thing in restaurants. Outside, outdoors, very important. Yes, you can do it. Al fresco. I think that's the, the term we've been flying around all over the place i know um my local city we they took over most of the parking outside of the restaurant just to do that all right so next question of course is can i go shopping someone has to go shopping <laughs> right that's for sure um i'll tell you what if you go shopping for food and stuff like that i think that's important but remember what I talked about before, when you bring the shopping home, leave it outside, clean the cardboard, clean the containers. Don't put hydrogen peroxide on the open foods. Not such a good idea. But those things which, can, which have containers, you really have to clean them. When you clean them, you let them sit outside for 15 minutes, bring them in, you're in good shape. Take off your shoes, wash your hands. What about changing clothes? Actually, that's probably not necessary. The amount of, the number of virus particles that are transmitted in, when you're outside and go inside and then touch your clothes and touch something else are really very small. But I do think shoes and cleaning are particularly important. And when you go shopping and you go into a store and there are lots of people who aren't wearing masks, turn around and leave. That's truly dangerous stuff. Good, good, good advice. Good tips. All right. Uh, next one is. Oh, this is a more con controversial one than than. Uh, wait, uh, did I not do that one? I guess I didn't. All right. I didn't get that far. I didn't get on the second page. <laughs> Can I get a haircut? Uh, you need a haircut. I, I know, you, right? I need a haircut every day. <laughs> yes, so that's so, the question. The answer is, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of stores are doing their haircuts outside. That's a good idea. Inside, make darn sure everybody's wearing masks. Keep the conversation down. Lots of conversation, not such a good idea. Um, you have to wear your mask. You may have to take it off for a short period of time to get to certain areas of the hair. 
but you can get haircuts. Make sure you don't have people sitting right next to you in the chair next to you. Um, so haircuts work, but distancing outdoors, masks, important. So yes to haircuts. Alfresco. Not me, though. That doesn't, I don't, <laughs> that's not happen for me. Um, all right. So what about public transportation? Can I use a car? Okay. L.A. is a car city. You know, using your own car and, you know, if you go shopping, put the stuff in the back. Don't put them in your back seat. If you go shopping, don't put it inside the car. If you're around and come in the car, clean your car. What about taxis or Ubers? Well, a lot of the Ubers are pretty good. They have a, a barrier between themselves and the front seat. I actually, when I use an Uber, I clean the seat. I have them wait. I clean the seat with alcohol or whatever. I clean the area around me. I clean the door. I clean the handle. And that sort of safety is important. What happens if you have to use buses? Little trickier. You don't want to get on crowded buses. But if you keep distance and you clean the seats, I think when you need to do it, it's better than than not doing it if you have to get to work or whatever. Masks. Oh, yeah. And Elaine remarks, masks. You know, you have people in that bus not wearing masks. Not a good idea. Yeah, you're, you're pretty much traveling with, yeah, <laughs> with, with traveling with COVID. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. First, on, on all those great tips and I mean, great information. You know, a lot of people are, are kind of get confused on on, uh, on you know what we need to do during these you know, during a pandemic during uh, the COVID season. I hope it's just a season. It's lasted eight months. <laughs> uh, it'll it'll be over by this time in 2021. Vaccines will be out there. I think yeah. we'll have them. I think they'll be very important. Um, yeah, I think it will. This too shall pass, as they say. And, and, and I, you know, as much as I, I like Zoom meetings, I kind of want to smell people's breaths when they when they talk to me <laughs> <laughs> over dinner or, or something. I, I miss meet, you know, meetings over food. That's, you know, I normally take people out to lunch. Now it's like, all right, uh, what's your Zoom time? But thank you so much. Thank you again. I mean, especially per pertinent to to a lot of our scleroderma patients uh, and and family family as well too. You know, to be a little more cautious, a little more careful. I mean, we can't. We're not in the same uh, situation as, as a lot of people with you know full health and and whatnot. It's it's definitely it targets the immune system, so it, it's hard. All right, so we're we're going to. To, to go over to, to the lovely Miss Elaine first. Hi. Hi. I, 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 I miss seeing your, your mug on TV all the time. Yeah. I, I want well, you back on there. We got a binge watch. Um, yeah. Perry Mason on that. <laughs> Perry Mason? Oh, boy. Is that so? Just, just a split second in the jury room. Oh, okay. Jury number five. It's 
<laughs> Elaine does a lot of TV. You'll see her a lot. <laughs> um, I was wondering if Dan would talk a little bit about the kind, the best kind of wipes. Yes. Because I go into CVS and they have all different kinds of things that are not effective. And um, it says antibacterial, 100% and all that stuff. Well, this is not a bacteria. This is a virus. So what kills the virus? So what kind of thing? You know, this is actually pretty straightforward. If it says ant bactericidal, antibacterial, it means nothing. The trick is you've got to have 55% or more alcohol or ethanol. That kills the virus. You've got to have at least 1% hydrogen peroxide. That kills the virus. So if you get the wipes, whatever, anywhere above 55%, you're good. 60%, 75%. But if it just says bactericidal kills 100% of germs, that's not the what the one you want, okay? Yeah, thank and, you. And and also, I think baby wipes always get confused, right? Where it's it, it's it's just soap, but it doesn't necessarily that won't kill. Won't do it. No, that won't do. It. So a antiviral. I mean, normally you will say there that it has alcohol and whatnot. That good to know. Good to know. All right. So Elaine, we we called you here because we. we you talk a lot about how to deal with, you know, not just an, a chronic illness, but now we have more of a, a shut-in syndrome happening as well, too. And and we, we definitely want to know wh what your thoughts are. So, I mean, what's happening to us right now? Because a lot of people want to know because people can't explain their feelings. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I wanted to um, bring up this thing about the wipes because every other week we hear something different from somebody right and i think um one of our pro one of our big problems is we've never been in a pandemic like this before those of us that were alive in 1918 <laughs> are few and far between um so we've never been in a pandemic we don't know what to do um and we're getting mixed messages from a lot of different places that should be telling us what's going on but half the time they don't know what's going on because the research is being done um it goes back and forth one week they're going to have a, a vaccine in a month the next week it's going to take six months and so i think the uncertainty is really getting people down um especially folks who are already suffering with um, depression or anxiety anyway, maybe they're already sick um, from something else like scleroderma or arthritis or something that they're going to have to be taking some autoimmune disease, autoimmune um, medications, and they're scared. So you've got fear, you've got uncertainty, um, you've got depression, you've got anxiety, and um, even those of us who are functioning very well are beginning to feel, when is this really gonna end? So there are lots and lots of things you can do. We've all been looking at our screens a lot. 
we have iPads, we have TV, we have YouTube, we've got computers, we've got um, phones, all of this kind of stuff. And we watch the news several times a day. Um, some of these things are really good to keep us busy, keep our minds busy. We can read books, we can watch TV, we can watch um, movies, et cetera, et cetera. But people have been noticing after a while that they're beginning to get foggy. There's too much data going in through their eyeballs. The brains are getting a little bit scrambled. And um, it's been recognized that people should cool that a little bit. There's one of the articles that you have at the end of um, on your on your um, list of things at the end of this podcast. Yeah, actually, if you're watching this on Facebook, on the description, we have a lot of links there that that Elaine will be referring to that will definitely help you out in this situation. And one of them was a very good article about an actually useful guide to not being on your phone all the time. And um, we're always checking our phones. The amount of data that comes through our phones is amazing. And it's not always good. Um, people have reported not being able to sleep very well. Um, it doesn't make any sense for us to check the news five, six, seven, eight times a day. And um, so you might want to refer to that because it turns out that it's not healthy. Um, there are probably, it says here, less soul-sucking ways to use the phones for your benefit. For example, one of the things I looked up today um, was on YouTube, they have pages and pages and pages of wonderful art that you can look at that's backed up by music. And so these slideshows with really beautiful art or really beautiful photographs of nature, um, backed up by wonderful soft music that meditates, etc. Very nice use of the screen. So think about um, doing that and not paying so much attention to all the screens. Um, being out in nature um, is something that they've discovered is um, as relaxing as getting a hug that Dan mentioned. The endorphin levels go up, the serotonin levels go up, and um, people feel much better when they're connecting with nature. So do a little gardening if you can, um, even pots. I've got a bunch of pots on the deck because we don't have land up here. Um, but we do have a deck and I've got pots and I'm growing some herbs and the roses are doing very well. And it's very satisfying to be out there, look at the hummingbirds and pay attention to the crows and see a deer every so often. It's really kind of nice. Um, we are working from home and we've got, some of us have kids that we're homeschooling. Are you homeschooling your kids? Well, they're going to school, but I'm not the one teaching them. So I'm not, <laughs> technically I'm not homeschooling, but okay. in, they're, they're, they're definitely, 
or it's it's remote learning for them um it's actually pretty been pretty weird this when you started last week and it's my my wife and i were having uh breakfast and we felt like they were in school because they have their own rooms and they're all logged in you know we, we only noticed our daughter was there because we heard the trumpet playing during her music class um but cool. uh, but yeah it's they're learning and i have to give it up to a lot of the teachers who are who are really working hard to make this work for for yeah. students to learn i i mean i under when, when it comes to middle school and and high school you know, they they pretty much already learn how to type or how to communicate through screens but the elementary school teachers those those i have to give mad props because if you're trying to to communicate with with a with a kindergartner that can't type, <laughs> you know, it, it's a lot harder, but they're, they're doing it. Mad props. That's really good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but on the other hand, you still have to supervise just like if they were exactly. in school. So, um, and your kids are really fantastic. They, they are very focused. If you've got kids at home and they're not very focused or they're very young, you do you have like another job that you have to do at home in addition to everything else that you're having to do at home right so we are we're maintaining family relationships somebody um mentioned one of the experts mentioned that there are going to be more marriages more divorces and more children being born at the end of this pandemic, about next year, in the middle of next year, we're gonna see all of this kind of stuff unfolding. Um, so we're maintaining relationships. Some of us are doing better than others. Um, and that's another piece that we all have to deal with uh, one way or the other. I think also that the folks who have no one that they're living with um, people who have lost their spouses or are single people anyway um, and can't go out to date or choose not to, um, I think sometimes they have it tougher than those of us in a relationship and having to be home 24-7. Um, even if the relationship is good, there's going to be strain. But the, the poor folks at home can't get a hug unless they're with a pod of one kind or another. So I think it, it can be very difficult. Don't, don't a lot of these people get pets, stuff like that? Doesn't yes. that help? Oh, yeah. Yes. I saw that the um, shelters are empty. Empty. Yep. Pandemic people, pets. It's a thing. <laughs> people have got pets. So, yeah, I forgot about them, the little furry babies. So that's one way, I think, that they can actually help right. themselves. Right. What are some of the other things they can do? Yes. Um, oh, and also uh, people who are introverted are having a good time. <laughs> I hear that a lot. It's like, what, what pandemic? <laughs> really. What lockdown? <laughs> um, well, one thing that's important is to pay attention to yourself. Be mindful of your own health. 
Make sure that you're eating well. Make sure that you're exercising. Make sure that um, you're getting the medication that you need. Make sure you know who your resources are. Um, so in case you're feeling sick, you know who to call. Um, make sure that you're getting enough sleep, enough good sleep. Um, make that happen because not getting enough sleep um, can cause all kinds of real problems with the rest of your body. So um, just be the healthy you. Um, we're not generally going out and bar hopping anymore. We're not um, staying up until all hours if we ever did. So um, it, it, you should focus on being as healthy as you possibly can and reach out because you're not alone. If you're finding that things are really getting very hard for you and it's for you to be by yourself and all you really want to do is scream, reach out and find somebody else who also wants to scream and go for a walk with them. Go for a hike with a mask um, or a shield and um, find someone else who feels what you do. You can even just sit in a, in a yard yeah. uh, with someone that you know, you've lost touch with. Get back in touch with other people. I think I, a lot of that is happening. People yeah, are making calls. Yeah. Well, I, I was I was in I was just sitting in my hammock in my uh, yard, and all I did was live stream a, a bird that was hanging out with me, and then the bunny <laughs> comes across, and I'm like, wildlife is back. This is this is great. And uh, you yeah. know, six mosquito stings later, I went in. So <laughs> that's not what, what you get mosquitoes where you live. Yeah, up here, all the time. No. Yeah, no. It, it it is what it is. It's summer. That's what they do. Uh, thank no. you so much, so much, Elaine. Uh, oh, and uh, by the way, there's going to be Elaine has more information coming up as well too because um, you're doing a joint support group meeting. So if you haven't been to any of our support groups, please keep an eye out for that coming up. Uh, that's in September. 20 of September 26 26 26 on my own. <laughs> <laughs> awesome yeah so that's another thing that we do at, at the Sclerodermer Foundation is we we're still doing our support group meetings even though it's all virtual but we we do sometimes we do it in big groups where we get to meet other people from all over Southern California and even some from out of state now. I think they, they somebody figured out that we were doing this and they've been logging on because we put it up on their Facebook. <laughs> but this is great. And we're still, we're still moving forward with our support groups. We also have a young adult support group. So please uh, email, email us uh, or email Tina, Tina Berger at the foundation to find out more about about that so if you're between the ages of 18 and i think it's 35 now still considered young adult uh please give her an email that's tberger at scleroderma.org um thank you both so much uh, i do want to ask some questions because we still have three minutes darn you guys can't get away <laughs> i know time flies right when, when you're when you're having zoom meetings yeah this is this is my, my third Zoom meeting of the day, and it's a Friday. I mean, geez. All right, so these are pod decks. These have questions that make you think, make you talk. So I'm gonna dole this out to any, mini, mini Dan. All right, <laughs> to Dan. 
What will people look back at us 50 years? Wait, what will people look back at us 50 years from now and be shocked and appalled by? People from the future, when they look at us, what do you think they'll be shocked and appalled by? God, what a good question. I know, especially since we're in the pandemic. <laughs> so one of the things I think they're going to be appalled by is how much we've depended on the computer. Ah. Um, I, you know, the balance has not been attained yet. No. Um, I think another thing that, that we're probably going to be, um, they're going to be appalled by is the lack of cooperation among groups. On the other hand, I've got to be honest, I'm hoping that as a result of all these awful things going on with Black Lives Matter, Matter and so on, that we're actually going to make a little progress. And maybe there'll be a little bit more equality by that time. What do you think, Elaine? Oh, I agree. I think this is a turning point for us, um, for us white people. And because um, the black people have known about this stuff for 400 years. And for the white people, I think we're being born and aware for the first time, a lot of us. So I think it could be a turning point. Let's hope. Let's hope 50 and years from now. We won't, we won't go any further into this because I could stand on tables and... <laughs> I, I see you on Facebook, girl. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right, this, this is the, the perfect one for Elaine. And, and you can read it right there. What is your guilty pleasure? Oh, oh I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> Stay right here. Um, food. <laughs> I was going to say French fries. <laughs> Yeah, that and all kinds of food. I'm, I love to cook, unfortunately, but I also love to eat. And that's a very guilty pleasure. Okay, well, doing that. remind me, I have to send you some of my sauce. You're going to love my sauce. Ooh, sauce. Oh, yeah. Does, and it, the, does, it drop, does it drop weight? Uh, well, we have a keto one, if you want to do keto. <laughs> 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 no, well, I... As you can see, I've been testing them a lot. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you. For the first, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, they're, they're, they're you know, one of our, our great friends in the foundation and have always been supportive, whether it's the gala or the walk. If you if you ever want to see, a, 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 like I said, world famous doctor putting up a pop up tent, go to one of our actual live walks because he's there ready to, to put up a, an easy up. Always helping, always volunteering. Elaine's always at our last event was was no different when 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 Elaine was doing our registration, and and they don't have to. They're one of our best volunteers, and really, um, I am blessed to know you guys personally, and of course professionally as well too. And thank you for all the support uh, on the foundation side and on the personal side. So once again. Thank you all for watching and for listening to Sclerosun Podcast. We are available on Anchor.fm, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as iHeartRadio. So please listen in. Uh, if you have it on your phones, click the support link. And 
and you'll be able to uh, you know help support the program by by donating monthly, whether it's ninety nine cents or even fifteen dollars to to help support the Scleroderma Foundation and the Sclerosun Podcast. Uh, this will be up in our U- on our YouTube. Uh, let's see, I think within the next week, and it'll definitely stay here on Facebook. If you have any comments, uh, please put them on Facebook as well too, and or reach out to our to our. Um, Foundation, you can get me at imunda at scleroderma.org. Hold on, it's it's showing you, but it's me talking. So it looks like you guys are the ones talking for me. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now he's mouthing off. <laughs> All right. uh, uh, and and uh, reach out to me, imunda at scleroderma.org, if you have any questions. If you want to be a guest on our show, we're always looking for patients, we're always looking for um motivational speakers people who want to be involved in the scleroderma foundation southern california chapter please reach out to us via facebook or or via email um there's a lot of things that we're still doing we haven't stopped you know just just because we're not doing live events doesn't mean we're not available anymore and just because we're not seeing each other in person doesn't mean we don't see each other virtually and be able to interact interact each other that's why we have support groups to help support you all uh we're still planning on uh, some educational days um please visit the scleroderma.org website to see the things that are happening around the country if you guys are not in southern california um and also scleroderma.org socal for what we're doing here in southern california um and last but not least we have the bark for a cure coming up so get those pictures of your pets and costumes ready so we can uh, put that up that starts September 12th it goes on to our September 30 or October 30th podcast where we announce the winners live and it's that's the reason we're doing a costume contest it is Halloween and everybody will have pet costumes out so visit y'all yeah doctor first is dressing up or you have a pet oh, I go in sometimes in in costume to see patients. Oh, well, we need they to be set. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> Just don't go in this a grim grim reaper. That's never a good thing. To... <laughs> Once again, <laughs> thank you all for for listening. Support scleroderma and keep on keep on trucking. Keep That's on right. trying. Oh, uh, last but not least, end of September as well, too. September 26 is also the end date for our uh, virtual stepping out fundraiser. So please go to scleroderma.org. Step out SoCal. You can still donate. If you have teams, you can still fundraise. You can still register. You can still do all that. We'll be posting up links uh, all the time on our uh, foundation website. If you don't have a mask, we have masks as a Scleroderma Foundation. I know uh, it may not be perfect for Doctor First because it doesn't have the wiry thingy to keep your glasses from fogging. But just do it really tight; it might work. Uh, <laughs> go to Scleroderma.org/socalmasks to check out our Scleroderma Foundation branded masks. And I think we might even do. This just came up to me. Um, uh, a teal mask. Uh, there it is. Hold on, we 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 gotta show it. We gotta show it. Uh, I gotta do it like this. There we go. There you go. The good doctor holding up his uh, scleroderma foundation mask that you can also get as well too. Um, and we, I think that we we can probably do um a whole teal mask campaign. 
wouldn't that be great to see people with just teal masks and in support of Sclerderm? Great idea. Great idea. Right. So thank you guys again for watching. Um, thank you for commenting. Oh, look at all these people commenting now. Uh, we'll do it again in, uh, I think, two weeks. So if you guys want to be a guest on our show, please, please email me, contact me, uh, or else I'll just bring back Dan in the lane and we'll, we'll keep talking. So is that a, is that a threat? <laughs> it's not a threat. It's always a joy. Thank you all so much. We'll see you again next time at the Sclerosun Podcast. Bye. Bye.